This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Black and White Podcast, where life might not be black and white, but we are. I am Katie. I'm Marie. Hey. <laughs> we hey. had so much to talk about this week. Like, we were just chatting, like, hanging out, and then we were like, we should just roll. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go. Marie, you were just talking about how you're trying to stop smoking, and like, you're trying to be healthy, you're trying to, you know, get job, all... All the things that we all dream about doing in like one fell swoop, but you're doing it all yeah. at once right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, it's like I'm, you know, trying to be healthier, trying to lose weight. Um, I'm in this like long term health, uh, healthy weight loss and active, active activity program where I meet with the health coach uh, every couple of weeks. I, you know, we don't count calories or anything. We just change our style of how we eat. Um, and so that's great. I mean, it hasn't been easy. The like, I'm not. I'm used to like crash diets where like the weight mm. is just falling off, and like, whoa, I lost 20 pounds in a day. It works, you oh, know. Geez. So, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think I'm just trying to um, like maintain, just do something that's gonna work long term. So it's funny because I think that also means. After my dad died, I got even more serious about it. But it's also now I feel like I'm a bit hypervigilant. So now I want to like, okay, I've mm. been battling smoking on and off for years. Um, you know, I don't smoke for months at a time. And then all of a sudden I'm smoking again. And so I was talking to my counselor. I was like, look, I have to quit smoking, but in a way that's going to work long term. Uh, because like right now I'm just trying to do everything. I was like, I'm, I feel overwhelmed. I'm trying to get a job. And not only that, trying to get a good job. Um, like, you know, not just a job, trying to get a good job. I'm interviewing. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to fit in like this amount of activities. Like I think, uh, you know, I'm like trying to close my wheel every day as you know, and just be better, be, get better health insurance and, and then lose weight and quit smoking. But I can't do all of that at one time. Like it is like, that's a life overhaul. That's a life overhaul. But I, I, the the funny, the funny thing is about losing weight is I want to increase my cardio, right? I want to work out more and I want to be healthier to, to finish my chances of risk, you know, getting cancer so it makes sense to quit smoking completely but it's also like i'm already feeling deprived some days (laughs) yeah i was just gonna say i was like talk to me about like 
what is it that gets you back into smoking? Like if you go for a month and you don't even smoke once and you're like, ah, I'm awesome. And then the next month it's like, what is it that brings you back to the cigarette? It's a day. I'll have a day. Just like, a, okay, so it'll be one of two things. Like I'll go out partying and just be drinking and all of a sudden okay. I've got a pack in my hand and, you know, well, then you got to finish the pack and, you know, so it's like that. Or like just something really horrible will happen and I'll buy a pack. And um, and it doesn't help, uh, you know, both of us smoke. So it's like when one cuts back, the other one's still smoking and one, you know, so it's almost like that. It's mm. not, I don't want to blame it on them because- I can, I've quit with yeah. them it's a, smoking. It's a very communal thing. But it's, like yeah. it's, a, it's a socializing I see it thing. Yeah. Yes. And I guess, you know, in the past, when I've quit smoking, I've eaten more. But I'm like, so I can't do that right now because we're really trying to be good. We're trying to, like, I've, I'm in this amazing program and I want to, like, I'm, and I don't want to end up like my dad. You know, it's like these, ah! <laughs> So I'm like, how can I do it sustainably? So we're just trying to, like, f- figure out ways we're thinking like maybe a daily limit of cigarettes or maybe okay. like, you know, and even, and you don't have to hit the limit, but that's all you can have. So that's what, that's what I was talking about. It's like, I'm trying not to be out here so much, but I, it's, it's funny because smoking sometimes has become an excuse for me to sit outside. Right. Cause I'm like, Ooh, Hey, which is also a good thing. And it sounds like you're also doing the the whole working out thing, the, you know, trying to make sure. And we were talking very briefly about like, you're working out like crazy and you're not seeing the scale move, which is one of the biggest fucking myths of working out is that as soon as you start working out, you're just going to like shed weight like crazy. But, you know, like you're building muscle. You're, you know, like change is slow, even if we don't want it to be. Uh, have you yeah. ever done like the detox teas or anything like that? Have you? I haven't. Um, I've tried again. So I did, there's like a couple of years ago, met this lady and she was like, like one of those people who like was like angry about health. Like she's like, and if you don't do this, like, oh. your life's going to suck. And you know what I mean? Like she was one of those people. And she's like, you, you just got to get it together. You got to do it. So I, I bought all of her teas and her mixes, and I was like, you know, you mix the apple cider vinegar every morning with the, the powder and the water. And uh, I think that was my oh, last foray awful. into that. Yeah, and I, I was like, no, nah, yeah. I think I lasted like four days. And I was like, this is stupid. Oh, and you had to drink bone broth. For dinner. I'm like, you know what? Dude, bone broth sucks. Like, I get the, <laughs> I kind of get the nutritional value, but like that shit tastes gnarly. It's like water it with fat. Uh, it, uh, and yeah. I'm not about that. <laughs> yeah, but it's really super good for you. I what I I bought is these broths that are like bone broth spaces, and then mm-hmm. they already like pre-mix them into like a soup. So then you could just like okay get your bone broth in and you got them in the soup. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not the best tasting thing ever. Get your bone on. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't succeed. In the detox tea world, so, you know, oh, you can hear the wind. You can the thing. <laughs> Is it I can loud? hear the wind a bit. No. Yeah, I'm outside, everyone. I mean, I don't think it's incredible. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. It, it doesn't seem to be popping up too much. Um, okay. Yeah, no, the detox thing. It's it's funny how like so many social media people like either rail against it or promote it. One because when they promote it, they get a shit ton of money in sponsorship. 
but then there's also people like Jamila Jamil who's like, stop feeding into these scams because yes, they are getting paid. And you know what? We're all literally our entire podcast was born out of the premise that we need a fucking job. Uh, (laughs) And like people are trying to make money and they're going to do it any way they can. It is amazing that we, we end up creating these subcultures that are more harmful to our society than anything, just so that we can make a couple bucks and live and like get the proper healthcare that we do need and doesn't detox. Right. And I think that's the thing is, so that's what a lot of this program is about is like learning something that's going to be, that's not crash and that I can like, okay, every day, just learning how to make better choices for myself, learning what my bottle can, body can handle. What, what, what do I gain weight? Where do I, where do I, what is like my problem foods and just kind of changing my relationship with food, but it's slow going when you do it that way. Right. When you're not like, this is instantaneous. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, and it, and that's the thing that sucks because like the detox teas and all those things, like they promise you quick results. And as much as you don't want to lean into the quick results, you kind of want to have the quick results so you don't have to yeah. go through all the fucking pain and sweat over yeah. months and months and possibly years of doing this. I, I've also been trying to make sure that I'm healthy and like eating a little bit better. And like my my MO is that like if I really want a quick fix i will stop eating as much and that's i know that's not healthy i know that's not a long-term goal that i want to have so like it's been like making sure i schedule things at certain times so that i don't go into like a fad of just not eating all day um which is easier for me when i'm stressed to just not eat and just be like yeah it's fine it's i'm dropping weight not a big deal that's not the healthy way to do it um and finding that healthy medium especially you know as we grow older is the thing that's going to give us more longevity um yeah. <laughs> it just the problem is, is that it sucks and it takes we have to like hack our own body to figure out what it is that it is promoting or demoting our health um yeah, yeah. so i mean i went to the doctor a couple weeks ago and she was like oh great like you've lost weight since the beginning of the pandemic and i was like well, that's a big bonus and she's like it is it actually is like you're doing great um and she told me how much i had lost and you know i've been monitoring the scale like a fucking hawk like i hop on that thing all the time um and I, it, like the the weight she said that I had lost was not nearly the weight that I would have wanted. I was like, I I was hoping for a couple more pounds than that. Um, yeah. And she's yeah. like, oh, well, she's like, we could add a couple more on just to like. I was like, no, but that's not fair either. Like, it doesn't make sense to like cheat my mentality on it. But it's also like this stuff takes time, and that's the shitty part of it is that you know we're not gonna get Thor's body in a couple of days because we're also not yeah. doing those kinds of workouts and hopefully not because those are intense fucking workouts um yeah but yeah no i i feel you on that i um yesterday i was trying to eat healthy so i was pretty much like all protein but like very minimal and like by the end of the day i was fucking starving and i was like i don't want to do that. i don't want to do the, the crash diet thing i don't want to do the thing where i like starve myself in order yeah. to lose weight i, I want to have good fun workouts that like move my body get me exercising and then i want to eat a good healthy meal and we've been kind of gearing towards more mediterranean food which has been nice like i love the tiki sauce that shit's a bomb um been subbing out a lot of like 
cream sauces for Greek yogurt, which still isn't like amazing, but it's better than most. Um, and just chicken with a lot of seasoning, a lot of seasoning. I just can't do the bland shit. <laughs> well, you know what? That's what works. And I think that's the thing is um, um, I was talking to my health coach and I was saying, I was talking about all the ways I'd failed and how I can go through a whole day. And like, then I'll just all of a sudden eat a piece of cake. And then she was like, well, but like, what about yeah. all the great decisions you made during out the, throughout the day, though, that you didn't make before? And I was like, okay. She's like, you know, yes. or she's like, or maybe you ate a whole just great dinner and you got a dessert. Or maybe instead of like, if you order food, you order Mediterranean, because that's what we did. A lot of halal food, which, you know, I'll do rice nice. and meats. And uh, I think that's what I'm just trying to be like, okay, so it's just really about one change at a time um like right now one of the right. things which i'm telling saying is like let's just not bring new candy into the house like we don't need to bring piles of because we always buy it for other people i was like let's just give it away at the end of all of our events instead of bringing it home so you know it's just like things like that Good. or it's like i don't know we'll see we'll see that's <laughs> I'm awesome. just gonna keep going all, all right. i can do is keep going as i already told you you look fantastic like Here's the thing. You might not see it on the scale, but you can see it just in how you present yourself, how you hold yourself. And like you do seem just at least emotionally lighter, which I think is a bigger uh, goal and, you know, like yeah. something that helps promote that kind of hell. Like that, that's a pretty freaking awesome thing to get to. And look, not to compare us to animals by any means, but let me compare us to animals. Uh, so our cat, like we have two cats, one we call tiny, the other we call big guy and big guy. We have been told several times is overweight and we know this, but he also, he was raised on food that we never gave. Like he was from a different family. He was raised on wet food. And so he, that, that cat loves to eat. Like I do. Like, that's why I know that cat is my cat because we love to eat the shitty food. Um, and we will I'm going inside by the way. Oh, that's too hot. <laughs> Jesus, I just got hot all Okay, but keep going. Keep I'm going. Surprised you, you you went that long. <laughs> I I know how hot it is down here. I can only imagine how hot it is up there right now in the bay. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> no problem. But one of the things our vet said was like, don't just like immediately change their diet, like they need time to adapt yeah. and adjust. And yeah. I think we're the same way that like, if we do essentially those crash diets, those, those things that go hard and fast or those detox teas or whatever, our bodies won't be able to keep up with that. And they will revolt. Mm -hmm. and probably get the exact opposite effect of what you want. Oh yeah. Um, so like, so with our big guy, you know, we do on and off days of wet food, no wet food, mostly dry food, all day of dry food. So he can free roam on dry food. And we know that eventually over time, we're going to have to have like a scheduled time where we give him his dry food and he'll probably scarf it up. But we also know that like setting those small goals and those small markers will help us get to a healthier cat. And you can even see it in our cat. Like he's, he's, he's becoming a little bit healthier. He, we call it crackering uh, <laughs> when he just kind of gets the zoomies. <laughs> you are like, oh, crack yeah. that. And he's just okay. running back crackering. and forth with that. <laughs> I love that. You know, when you go crazy, you cracker. Um, but <laughs> but he's been love a cracker all the time. <laughs> he's That's been the cracker all the time. And I think 
you know, I look, I had a half of a giant ass burrito from our local taco place today for lunch because I was so hungry yesterday <laughs> and I was very good about my health and my and I was like, I just want like I love burritos. I love pizza. I love burritos. I love a good lasagne, as we've already talked about. Um, and one of the things a lot of dietitians <laughs> say, like, don't take out the things you love. Just moderate the portions. Um, so I got right. this big old fuck all steak burrito with like half red sauce, half uh, green sauce, you know, big old pepper on top. And, uh, you know, I was like, I'm actually kind of full off of half of this burrito which is a new thing for me because otherwise i would have just eaten that baby size burrito <laughs> yeah swoop but not, now i've got some for later and you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no, I'm like no I, I think because that's something i'm learning too is like slowing down to eat gosh i know i feel like we're all like pro diet culture and i'm not like trying to say that you need to lose weight i'm just saying yeah. i'm trying to be healthier but what i it was crazy is like i um how i am trying to eat towards satiation like do you know what i mean like i'm um and how i can just do that like yeah I, and noticing that and like when i feel like okay i want to eat something either making it small like nuts or something or grapes we've been having lots of grapes here and they're great amounts of fiber or like drinking water because a lot of times they say you know you're not really probably hungry you're probably just thirsty um that is but just really changing my mind about my relationship with food and deciding that it doesn't have to be this like i can detach it from my emotions around yeah. it uh and uh just like hey i don't have to be uh, like oh i can never have this i could be like ah i can have some of it and then that's it like that's good uh you know it's just really that yeah. simple like just, um yeah or just also just staying away from things that i know i should not eat or can't eat like I've what? been worried about being, well, like I've been worried about being pre-diabetic. We were pretty sure that there's no diabetes in our family, but I was like, you know, um, I wasn't pre-diabetic last time I went to the doctor, but you know, it, it I, I'm black, I'm fat, <laughs> and you know, now I know that diabetes is my family. So I really want to be conscious of eating like a lot of processed foods with just unnecessary sugars like if i can just make it at home make it at home you know if i can make some version of it just make it myself and it's guaranteed to have less salt less sugar and so that's not even about losing weight that's just making sure i have my limbs and my <laughs> eyes later on down the road right yeah. so that way i can take care of my health that way i can avoid something like Apparently, my grandmother was like, we just learned because we didn't think we had diabetes. So I wasn't too worried about it, but I always watch my sugar at some degree. But now I find out she was going blind. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, OK, let oh, me really? let me. Yeah. From that. And I, we had no idea, you know, and it's so funny because I, I really seen that this my dad dying has all like I said, and it it's hypervigilant and maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. We're all thinking about our health a lot more. And I'm so glad she found that out because I really, I was not taking it seriously, but I'm also at the age now where I should be thinking about like, okay, 
you know, something I believe that, not I believe, I've read enough and I've talked to enough uh, doctors that, you know, say you can reverse or insulin resistance or diabetes. And if I'm like, well, if I'm already at risk for it, why don't I just do the things that they say you do when you need to reverse it? Just start living a healthier life. Not keto, no, just lower carb, whole, you know, whole foods. Um, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even trying to do something that extreme because I can't manage. It is. And I've done keto and I've lost lots of weight. I can't manage that. What I'm doing right now is a visual diet. Like I know that half my plate needs to be these certain kind of vegetables. A quarter of my plate should be Mm. a a lean protein and a quarter of my plate should be a starchy vegetable. I can have, and then if I want fruits and things later on, I can have that. But my meals just generally try to encompass that. And then, um, and then right now as I'm getting a little bit more, uh, uh, better about that, I'm doing now, I'm starting to count my macros. Like, uh, okay, making sure I'm getting more, enough protein and carbohydrates in my diet without like being committed to all. I like have a range I like to stand, right? Okay. So, you know, and, and so it's nothing too much. Like, I have a little app I can put my food in because I really like tracking my food. It's really for me and the way my brain works, it's what leads me to success. I get that dopamine release from filling out and ticking the boxes. So what what uh, app do you use if you don't mind me asking? I use a couple. I actually use my fitness pal, which is just like, I love my fitness pal and I track my macros in it. And then I also use Fitbit, which connects with that. Oh, Uh, um, And then I'm also my, so what's another cool is what connects to that is a program I'm with, with my health coach, where it can connects all my activities and what I'm eating to her and like uploads it into the app that she has. And I talk with, I can talk with her through the app and she's tracking like basically it's like a list of hobbies that are habits that you need to develop every week. And it's like a check-in process to make sure you do them every week. So I go through, okay, I, I recorded what I ate. I weighed myself only this many times. I participated in group, you know, Mm. it's been, it's a, it's just, I, that's a boom. My, my brain just fires. Like that is how I work. And I love it. Like I love seeing a little circle fill up at the end of the week. So those apps eh, really help me. Um, eh, And also, Oh, go ahead. I'm like, I just, and I can talk about this all day. No, keep going, keep going. Just say the also for it, and I'll, I'll say what I was going to say next. Oh, no. Also, I just love um, how easy it is to feel yeah. more control about, like, okay, not the, if I even, if, like, I can pop a, pop, pop a chocolate cake in, like, all right, well, you probably should take it easy with the rest of your things. Here's what, mm-hmm. how we're going to, and then I can be like, okay, well, then I'll just eat this, and I'll have protein in this form and something like that. I don't know. I hate every time I think of chocolate cake, I think of that Bill Cosby <laughs> joke that he tells her is like, cake, cake has eggs, flour, you know, it's a healthy breakfast. <laughs> um, it's it's a whole bit that he did in Bill Cosby himself, but you know, not to quote a rapist or anything, but it was uh, I know, no, trust me. I like every time, every time chocolate cake comes up and we're like, Oh, you know, cake for breakfast or whatever. I'm like, Oh, not to quote a rapist, but uh, <laughs> Ooh, that should be the title of our episode. No, I'm just kidding. That should <laughs> no. 
not to quote a rapist. Not to quote a rapist, but um, oh shit, there was one other thing I was gonna say. Uh, oh no, I so in speaking of the like, you know, hitting those benchmarks or like completing those like circles or whatever for those tasks. I was talking to Mark about this the other day, how it feels like the side quests that I need to accomplish for Fortnite are like the things yes. I need to give myself where I'm like, here's my quest list either for the week, for the day, for like special ability. Like um, I told Mark, if I work out three times this week, we can go to the barbecue place <laughs> with the like really yummy biscuits with honey butter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it you know like sort of like a special ability type of thing like if I have like if I have goal marks that I can check off like I feel more accomplished in getting things yeah. done than yeah. I would just kind of like scattershotting what I need to do each day yeah, um, yeah. and you know almost making it like a daily quest or a weekly quest yeah. or my Indiana Jones quest <laughs> yeah yeah it's and it's funny to be it's funny though they have to it has to be only certain forms of it like um does it make me happy like there's something about this app and the fact that it's a circle and a percentage i love that for something that's my like it's like i have lots of to-do lists i don't get as happy checking them off as i do with that circle closing Does it tell you like the percentage of like how much you've completed? So yeah, I'm gonna get closer and closer to that hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like that's a little. So it's funny because I think that's an an added element that I need. That's my ADHD talking. Like it's uh, you know, that's where they say ADHD people love the stickers and the rewards and the and you know, I got a I, I got a free. Fitbit weight because of it, you know, with a scale, like a, you know, they, they get, I just love it. Oh, and I've also really, when I did, I used to do diet bets and I was really successful that way. Uh, have you ever heard of those? No, what is that? So it's like these apps where you like bet like $10 or something oh, <clears throat> yeah. that you can lose a certain amount of weight in a lot of time. And it's like a percentage. It's not even like, um, like it's not like you have to lose twenty pounds. It's a percentage. You bet that you can lose that much, and they track it. Like they take your weight at the beginning and the end, and like you can't like lose too much. Like if you're too close to the end, you can't do it, um, and you can't. Uh, the goal is never like to lose fifty percent of your body weight, but right. And everybody who accomplishes that gets either their money back or like you get a split of the pot at the end. Cause a lot of people have fallen off or they didn't win. They didn't, uh, they didn't lose the set amount of weight. So those ones I've won quite a few times. That's um, awesome. I, yeah. yeah they, pay, they pay you out. <clears throat> they pay you out. You get your money back. Man, we yeah. should team up with Wouldn't that, that be fun? marketing. <laughs> yeah. Is that so great? I just, it's, I but Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say. I'm just talking today. You're fine. You're fine. Um, No, I was just going to say that like gamifying health is the thing that helps me at least. Like I, so some of the Geekscape guys are, I don't even know if they're still doing it. I have actually kind of forgotten about it, but it's this thing called Hero Trainer where it tracks your steps 
and like you basically uh, upgrade your like you've got a little avatar that you upgrade each time that like you gain more steps or you like you do better and better each time and then it, that also contributes to like a guild that you might associate with and, obsessed like, obsessed yeah. Well, and the other thing that's really cool about Hero, and I, this sounds like an ad, which I promise it's not, but it, like you can get, like they will give you these like aura points or something like that so that you can buy gift cards to GameStop, to to Amazon, to Twitch, to Razor Gold, to EA Sports, uh, to, to Apex Legends. Yeah, like yeah. so anything game I'm like, where's the Fortnite stuff? Because I would so need it, need it. I mean, you know, if need I could it. walk and get V Bucks, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I would um, be like all of a sudden my activity ticker would be just like over the oh, roof. Shit. <laughs> over the <laughs> She's going from state to state each day. V Bucks. Give me V Bucks. <laughs> Oh, oh god! Kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I would love it. Oh, I yeah. just you know, those are great. The thing is, and here the unfortunate part for me is that's what gets my dopamine fired. But it's also the thing about having ADHD here is that it's all short term. So what my goal has been is to find multiple versions of these things, mm. so that way when I'm done hyper fixating on this new mm. thing i have something i can roll into so i keep the work up luckily this last bit has lasted me a while like i've been doing this program for three months already okay. so it's been yeah three months is great um yeah. and i don't know if that's like i don't know if it's the additional speaking with my coach every month you know in yeah. that i don't know if that's what that help is but I'm like, okay, what am I going to do when we don't meet as regularly? Because they kind of like, they guide you the first 16 weeks. Then you get your lessons less and less, but they, you're still in the program. They're still sending you stuff, but you know, you kind they kind of like want you to learn how to do it on your own. So I'm like, okay, so, so what's the next thing? Them. Yeah. So, well, because the goal is that you've learned how to make life changes. Like we talk about mm. triggers. We talk about support system. We're talking like I love that we talk about all of the things that affect your health, right? Mm. Um, we do meditation. Mm. Um, it's really uh, it's a, it, I got it through my healthcare provider, um, and I, and um, you know if I need something, I'm like, oh my goodness, I I'm thinking about meal planning, but this is how my brain works, and I can't. I what do I do and should be like, oh, okay, so you try this program or check this program out or here's this thing. Or why don't you try these meditations these or these, and these affirmations? You might like this because I was a little skeptical at first about how how helpful affirmations and meditations are. Like we've talked about, um, you know, now I'm a bad bitch. The over positivity. Yeah. 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 So I've enjoyed it. So, but like I'm saying is I'm concerned about when that like that dopamine like high goes away and I'm going to need something else. And so uh, um, I really hope I get, I, I, I go, I, I keep doing this little program for a longer, long time, but if not, what's next? Like what's going to be, what can I get engaged in? What, what kind of gamification can I participate in? That's going to keep me on this health. That- 
road yeah. Of, yeah yeah i mean yeah. do you do you see anything in the future like other than like continuing this program because i know it says what 90 days for you to create a habit and like keep going with that i feel like at 90 days i'm usually like that was fun and then bye i'm never doing this yeah. again yeah 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 no that's the thing is though that 90 day bullshit ain't never worked on me so let's talk <laughs> yeah. about how hey. i'm gonna figure this out no it's it's just some people's brains don't i think that is what been one of the things that i've come to terms with getting older is that i cannot i won't i don't think like other people i don't handle things the same way a lot of what is supposed to be a typical normal like this is the way i function at work and this is the best way to work and this is the environment i just it's not not happening for me so 90 days sure but uh i'd rather just find something that's going to keep working than mm -hmm. worry about develop like the habit for me is at least continuously doing something healthy yeah. right maybe it's not the same program but <clears throat> excuse me Maybe I'm doing something else. Like I think, I think the goal is, and we'll see. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm thinking about um, playing on an intramural intramural team. How fun! Like, like local what sport? Soccer or kickball? <gasps> I just don't know. Let me know. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's I'm like, okay, that'll get me out of the house. That I'll fire off my like meeting new people, you know. That's kind of social so, aspects, but also the like yeah. sort of communal. But that that's been always been my thing. The times one uh, there are two times that I have lost the most weight. One is extreme stress, and I never want to be in that place ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two yeah. is when I'm exercising and not realizing it because I'm having so much fun. So yeah, there yeah. were a couple times where I was like in a Shakespeare show where I did dance i did fight choreography and like it was all outside yeah. it was like sort of a moving type of show and like i lost so much weight because i didn't even realize i was working out right i was just rehearsing um and that Ooh, that was the I same thing with like improv and like anything where i'm active and going out and post pandemic i'm such an introvert in comparison same i don't want to go fucking nowhere <laughs> Anywhere. I, I, mean, I don't I have a, anywhere. I went to a show last night with uh, some of our good mutual friends from the old job that we worked at. Um, and it was so much fun. But by the end of the night, I was like, I need to go home and just like not be anywhere near people. <laughs> like I need to yeah. like, shut down, like read a book, like not talk to anybody or like be overstimulated. I get yeah. so easily overstimulated now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was just talking to my counselor about the exact same thing. Yeah. I overstimulated so fast. I get overwhelmed with yeah. people so quickly. What, how does it manifest for you? Um, <clears throat> I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. so funny because I do, but I don't. Like, I think if people would assume, but I go out for select events. Sure. Nico usually has to drag me there. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, I go out for our own. We throw parties. And I like to be out i'm just like nah it's mm -hmm. like i'm you know it it's just that and we were where were we uh oh at nico's um 
mom's house for fourth of july and there were a lot of people there and i finally said uh my social battery is out i need to go it's like so we went sat in the room watched a movie like everybody was still there it's like but that's what happens i was like i especially especially after my dad died where everybody's like asking you to like hey I feel like reopening this wound real quick. Like, no. <laughs> yes. you know, like, oh, I heard your dad died. Oh, I heard your dad died. Oh, I heard. Yep. Yep. Oh, did, yep. did you hear about that? I yeah. would have assumed you no one did. Yeah. yeah. No. And yeah. I, yeah. as much fun as it is just rehashing all the pain and trauma that you had to go through, like, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, being around family or whatnot, but that's, that's going to be double the times hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, and I get it. Like, I know we all get curious, but like, I I just feel, and this is even something I'm learning myself is we got, we've got to give people more space to share themselves when they're ready on their own. Yeah. On their own terms. Um, I love that. I'm totally laying down and like lounging right now. (laughs) I'm much better than outside. (laughs) You're comfortable. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, But is there, is there any way that like, like, look, you don't even have to have an answer to this, but like, is there any way that you would prefer to be approached about those kinds of topics? You know, I wish I had a good answer for that. I, I'm almost like, I mean, no, because I think I, I, I think it's something I think about as well. Sure. And here's the thing: I, I don't know if there's a perfect way because I'm pretty open about it. If it's affecting that moment, um, and I'm pretty cordial to people who ask, and I'll, you know, I'll be honest and share where I'm at. But I don't. I don't know that there's a perfect way. I think um, if you're going to say anything, don't sit with, like, I think sometimes I'm just like, get, ask permission to talk about it. Do you want to talk about it? Or can I, I feel like it's almost like, okay, get me your well wishes and move on. But like people were like, yeah, so I heard your dad died. And so, yeah. How hmm. it's it's like so they it's like this like (laughs) they want me to like insert like all of the all the dirty details and being me, I feel compelled to give them to like okay well here we go I'm once Mm -hmm. again gonna spill my life to somebody who I just you know I I, I haven't seen in five months but wants to know everything like (laughs) I, I tell you what like that was so at least when uh, when my mom passed away, I know a big part of my family is just like making sure everybody's in the know about what the whatever is going on. And I would overshare like crazy, like someone like from a friendship from like high school. Like, so my mom passed away when I was in college. Friendships from high school had already kind of waxed and waned for a long time. And I felt the need to like tell them about it. And I was like, hey, just, and I like Facebook messaged them, which is probably not the most appropriate way to tell people this. But I was like, just so you know, uh, I don't know how else to say this, but my mom died. And like, uh, you know, people like sent condolences and it was very sweet and whatnot. But then I like, I, I felt like the need to tell people no matter where I went, like, 
what was going on. Like, I felt like I was a very, I was a big oversharer when I was younger. Uh, I guess that's kind of like everybody in a way, but like, it was like, people would ask how I was and I didn't even know how I was because all I could say was like, oh, well, my mom died and that sucked and I'm dealing with that, I guess. And I just didn't know how to handle it for a year until I went to therapy full time. Um, and it was one of those things where I, I felt a burden of responsibility to tell everybody like, Hey, this is what happened. This is why it was so shitty. This is why it was so sudden. And like, then I would just see everybody's faces kind of go blank. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this isn't really relatable <laughs> material. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. You know, so and funny. like, because people are curious and as we've talked about before we should talk more about death um Mm -hmm. but that was me as a young 21 year old just trying to suss out like how i was dealing with it and like i like no one i knew of my age had lost a parent or lost anyone very close to them um so it was hard to like manage that and i have a feeling that like you know now that you're older more mature than i was like dealing with these relationships like i feel like you're approaching this way more cordially way more succinctly and probably (laughs) a lot more mature (laughs) than i ever did oh and that's the beautiful thing is that like as we've said before we do need to talk more about death but you get to manage the boundary of that as much as you want um and and But I wanna I do wanna say this. There are people I did call up and do that with. I don't know if that's strange. Like I went to people who I've like you too I called. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like I think there's some people that it's okay to call in Mm. that there's such a deep bond that it's like, who else can I just be? vulnerable with who's gonna like care about because i think sometimes who's gonna be like more before i'm sitting up more so how it okay so when you reach out to your friends the first questions aren't not like aren't usually how how did he die what happened you might get what happened but they're not trying to suss out all of the nitty-gritty details i feel like the people like I talked to first wanted to know how I was doing and that's who I was like I wanted to call people who I could be like I feel horrible and um so and the people who reached out to me were uh it seemed like the people who knew that they, I, they were like, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was very, it was a balancing act. And then of course there was just all sorts of other things, but those are like people who talk to me via IG and stuff. Cause they don't even know my number. Right. They don't even know that I, I might, you know, uh, or, you know, how to get a hold of me correctly because there are relationships are most shallow. And that's why I feel like I got the, how did he die? What happened? And I was like, well, you know, well, and I think I you had a big connection with Mark because Mark had not recently, but like in the last couple of years, had lost his father too very suddenly due to COVID. Yeah. And um, I really love that you called him because I knew that you knew he had gone through this and he understood the experience. And 
he's not the kind of guy that's going to tell you like it is or like tell you what to do or whatever. He's just going to be there to listen. And that's kind of Mm. all you really need in those times is that if you want to word vomit, like have someone who actually is good at listening. And that's really hard to find, which one of the reasons why I I love him so much is that he's a fantastic listener, especially when you're in a deep, dark place. And if nothing else, like, if you are a person that is has a friend who is grieving, the easiest thing to do is ask them how they are doing and then just fucking listen. Shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. 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 <coughs> yeah I think. Um... And it's funny because it's like, I, it's, it's hard to say, you know, I know, no. It's hard to say what I need at any given time, too. So sometimes it's like, um, sometimes they just need somebody to listen to me so I can just kind of process out things. Like, uh, you know, uh, the other day, uh, it happens often, but I don't know why this moment stuck out in my head. But um, we were driving to El Rio which is a our favorite neighborhood bar. <laughs> and we, excuse me, <clears throat> we went a different direction for some reason. Like Nico missed the turn. And we ended up passing by this uh, ice cream store called Mitchell's. And it was one of these places that my dad and I had just gone to together. Like he loved to come to San Francisco. And when I first moved there, he came up all the time and he hung out with me and we did things like that. And I don't know why seeing that Mitchell just threw me into spiral. Like I was just so upset. And um, Nico giving me the space to be like, that's okay. You know, that it just hand them randomly and there's nothing more than that. It was like, the wasn't trying to explain away how I should feel. They're really good about telling me like, just go ahead and let yourself process and then let it out. Uh, yeah. Cause I think sometimes I, it's hard for me to cry. It's actually, I cry more like when I'm talking like this, than when the feelings come up, like all of a sudden it's almost like I'm blocked from like, it's such a random moment. And it feels so weird to like, just be driving by something and have it have you start, such an impact you start on you. Judging yourself and your emotions that yeah. you're having in the moment. And yeah. like that, that memory cache is big and deep and like has a bunch of memories probably attached to it. Good, bad, all of it. And when you don't cry, it's because you're like, no, don't open that lid just yet. <laughs> and you're like, no, you can't. Yeah. I love yeah. that Nico told you to just like feel it because that's the best way to do it. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's just it's so, easy, you know, asking people what I need when I, when that's how it, when that's how my pain arrives, I don't know. So like, I don't know, you know, uh, what I'm gonna need in that moment, like, a, but uh, there's nothing anybody can really do. It's just like there's this. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with my throat right now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I'm, gonna it's, throw I don't know a guess can... out here. You can totally tell me to fuck off, but I'm wondering if it might be the smoking. Oh yeah, the <laughs> the, the why. <wife. laughs> okay, and then I'm gonna check the stop. time on that, and I'm all just. <laughs> Oh yeah, we should probably yeah. Um, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but yeah, just, um, just in case. Um, 
I forgot what I was saying. Okay. Whatever. Trauma, trauma, trauma. Another day in the life of Marie. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, here's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Uh, we typically um, record these at a certain time of day in the week, and um, you had an interview this time, so we pushed it I back did. a bit. But I did. How did the interview go? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I listen. I I think that. Well, I think it went better than my other interviews have. I have a tendency to ramble or I, so I need to practice my interviewing. Like it just basically come down to that. Like, I think I did better than I've done in a whole lot of interviews because per chance, I actually used some of the tools that my mentor gave me right before. And I was like, let me read this that he sent me. And I've been answering the uh, tell me about yourself question all wrong. I don't know where I got the Ooh, idea. What, what is? Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been doing a resume like experience rundown. And that is not what you need to do. Like I've been like highlighting it with personal things and, and stories. But okay. I've really been... Um, uh, yeah, I've just been doing a, an experience rundown and that's not how you should be answering it. And, um, and it makes sense that I'm not having su success in some interviews because it's reframing the way I look at why people are asking me that question. And, um, I remember one of the girls who's helping me, um, she was somebody I met because we partnered with their company when I was still at our last company and um, she's been really helpful and I forgot what I was talking about. You were talking about, you were answered the question, um, tell me about yourself incorrectly for so many interviews and that you've grown to know a better way of answering, tell me about yourself. Yeah, I don't remember why, why. Why did I bring Kayla into this? But anyways, so I just think I've. I think you should be painting a story of like why you, how you've come to this point, like what what drives you, why you're invested in this type of work, and I like where the in a different kind from. of way. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's easy for me. I've been actually making it harder myself really trying to do a resume rundown right <clears throat> because i'm trying to like tell them all about the jobs i that i think apply Matter. and yeah. how they apply and da, 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 da. and um but if i speak if i know a good story you know if i have my story down and who i am then it probably people you know kind of opens the door a little bit more for yeah. people um, so yeah, I've I always thought I had a, was a really good interviewer, but you know, at times they have a changed, and we it's not like we had like really high intense interviews at our last job. <laughs> no, we did not. Uh, I, I did I even get? I remember my first interview for that job. They forgot that I was supposed to be interviewing with them, so. I 
mean, okay. which was par for the course. And I, one of the things that I actually have a, a, a comedy coach that used to coach me in sketch and improv. And she was like, the interview is the time that they will treat you the best. So that is a great way to gauge if you even mm. want to work for their company. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember thinking that after I got out of that interview, I was like, this dude didn't even remember that we had an interview <laughs> and God. showed up 20 yeah. minutes late and then turned his camera off midway through the discussion. And, uh, and then later on confessed to me that he microdoses at work. And I was like, good God. <laughs> yeah. Whole, whole stream of things. Yeah. Whole stream of things. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just feel like each week we just keep getting more nuggets of information that just make me go, I'm so glad I'm not part of that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Things. <sighs> you don't know what you don't know until, you know, you li actually listen to the stuff your mentor tells you to do. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I should answer this question differently. Um, but I think yeah, is there, um, uh, is there any other oh, interviews coming up this next week? Like anything you're looking forward to? Um, well, so I have been hustling up, you know, like I said, I'm always trying to meet with people in the field. I'm, I'm in a lot of Slack communities. Nice. So I, if a job op comes up that I feel like is more junior and I can kind of talk my way into, I'll try and talk with the people who have posted the role. So tomorrow I have at least, I have like an exploratory call um, about a role I'm interested. I just had a couple interviews on Friday and one yesterday. No, I'm sorry. I had one earlier today. Well, I yeah. can't even talk. Um, okay. Actually, no, it I'm sounds like, like you've been, you? you have a lot, a lot on your plate, which is hilarious because last week we were talking and I said something about interviews and you're like, oh, you're still getting interviews. Girl, you're getting all sorts of interviews. <laughs> I know. I guess that's the thing. I just, as I'm saying that, like I, it just, it, it's ebbs and flows for sure. Um, all the time. And you never know when you're getting a second, third, fourth round of things. Like you never know yeah. until you check in with your interview manager, or whoever. It, it it's such a, a touch and go thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I don't, it's really. Uh, I and I also like will have like points where I like interview. For, I mean, I'll, I'll apply for a whole bunch of people, and then like then I'm only applying once a day, you know, or one once to one thing. So that also kind of affects, I just don't want to keep sending my resume out into the ether. So I'm really, my mentor keeps saying like, don't do, do the, the hard work. Yeah. Do the hard work of like going the back way. So you, you know, at least maybe cut down on how many interviews you have to have. Maybe get people might give you, I, I don't say it's impossible to get a job. Because the, the second interview I had, I think yesterday, um, that was, or was it Friday? It was Friday. Uh, that was on my own. I got that completely on my own. Um, so nice. it does work sometimes. But I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find a job. But I don't want to be desperate for a job. So I'm like, okay, so quickest path. He says it's to do this thing. 
all right, I'm holding on and I'm going to do it. I'm just, I'm going to fight the whole time. I think, <laughs> I think it goes hand in hand with the healthy stuff where it's like, we can do the detox tea thing of doing like the quick, like job fair type of thing where you just like roll through a bunch of different and like, oh, I, I could see myself doing this. The hard part is going the long route. And it's, it's yeah. doing the application. It's talking to the hiring managers. It's talking to people. It's yeah. creating new relations, socializing, networking, all that bullshit that as those of us have already admitted, we're more a little introverted after the pandemic and trying to like have like our own mental solace. But now we're yeah. being pushed to go and socialize and network. And like, it's a longer path, but Here's the thing. Our end goal is not to just get a job and just make money. We know we can do that. We've already discussed this at great length. We can get a job yeah. wherever the hell, want, you know, like I can go and serve. I can go and like sell something. I can do whatever. I can be the host on some, you know, online platform or whatever. But that's not the end goal. And the end goal right. is to have a sustainable, great job. It, it, we've talked about this before, sustainable change. It goes with our health. It goes with our job. It goes with our love life. And I think you're, you're making good strides. I feel like I'm making fairly okay strides myself. And, you know, thing, these things take time. And I think we got to respect that. Yeah. They do. It, you know, I just think like, uh, you know, I don't mind it, but I mind it. I don't know how to say yep. it any other way. Uh, you know, I, I, I worry about money, of course, and, you know, mm -hmm. making things happen, but, um, I am like, so I, 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 I don't mind it, but I mind it as our title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, but 1000% that, that it like, yeah. It, it, it's so funny because so I worked with someone ages ago um, that is not the best person in morality, in scape, in talent, in whatever. Not my favorite person in the world, but like is okay. Um, I have interviewed at a place several, several times, and it's like a, it's a considerable dream job type of situation. Just found out that they have booked that specific role that I had just reached out to the hiring manager about like, Hey, maybe we should discuss some things. Like maybe we should reconsider me in this role. Like, I think this would be really cool. Um, apart from a different role that I was going for. And, um, this other person got it and I was like, Oh, ah, good, good for you. But, but also, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> like I, I don't mind it, <laughs> but I mind it. <laughs> but I also know that this yeah cuts corners this person literally has said that they will step on the necks of others in order to get where they want to be and that's not that's not my mo uh, you know and that sucks and i'm like you know what that's of luck i hope it works out i really i honestly and truly do but it is hard to see something like that and not be like well i'm pissed <laughs> yeah god yeah yeah, yeah. I hate it, uh, but you know, you can only go as far and like, I, Mark and I had a lot of good conversations today about it where I was like, I just, I don't want to be mad about this, but I am. And he's like, that's just the state you're in right now. And like, you can be happy for that person on the side, but like internally and 
like actually career wise, you can be upset about it because, you know, at the end of the day, like they're probably not going to last in that position all that long because of the way that they deal with things. Yep. Um, yeah. And they'll yeah. go on to the yeah. next thing because that doesn't serve them for as long as it should, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so just head down, keep moving on. <laughs> it's not wrong. Not wrong at all. No. Yeah. Uh, but people are just like, I... People like that exist, right? <laughs> like they really won't cut throat. And I just, uh, it's hard when you're not, you know, uh, I have no interest like, in behaving that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was the thing I, I was telling, because a friend uh, texted me and was like, did you see this? And I was like, I did. I did. Um, and we were, I was talking about like, I, I don't want to be upset about this, but I, I, I am, and I don't think it's jealousy. It's like, no, it's because, like, you don't want to step on people's pants. I was like, I don't. I, I morally don't think, especially in the business of Hollywood, I know that that's how it's been done for so many years. I know, yeah. that, like, people are cutthroat for whatever reason. I feel like in terms of, like, comedy or the business or whatever, like, the only way we get better or show better content is by helping each other out. It's a collaborative effort to begin with. And if someone is under the mentality that you have to strike while the iron is hot only to like break someone's back or something like that to get there. Yeah. Just, that's just, and if that's the company that a, a, approaches that and like reveres that, then that's probably not the company I want to work for. It ain't me, yo. Like it's it not me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to ask you more tea about this later. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Like, yeah. No, no you don't. I, I don't think you know the these people, but um, yeah, this is from <laughs> old, old comedy days. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Yeah. But yeah, like, no, it's, um, it's funny. Uh, but I feel like I was just watching this lady on TikTok and she was talking about, though, how you know, is council culture a thing or are we just tired of people who do stomp on everybody mm. to get by and that they just get away with it? Is this just the answer to a lot of people, this behavior, like just doing whatever it takes and no matter what you, you know, no matter what happens, um, maybe, you know, is and so when you hear people calling for, uh you know cancellation part of it is like well they can't we can't let this person loose to just yeah. go hurt people now there's more to it than that i'm sure there's lots we could speak about about like that kind of cancel culture and what it means and what it doesn't mean but i just do think like yeah we are less tolerant of this kind of so that person can't there's only so far you can go nowadays with behavior like that <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I, like, I do I do feel like just in general, there is sort of a base morality that's not necessarily religious morality based, which I think for the longest time, we've all assumed that like, you know, if you're religious, then you're, uh, you're person. a person, you're morally aligned, yeah. whatever the case. And, like, that's not necessarily the case because we're seeing quite a bit of that hypocrisy coming out in full thread. And exactly like I said last week, like 
I am not a big fan of Christians. Um, It's not the morally designed compass that we all once thought it would be. But I think that those that are looking out not just for themselves, but for others and sort of making the extra effort to do the things that take the longer road, that take the higher path, it's hard and it sucks. And we're reminded of that on a constant basis. But I think longevity, the sustainable change is really the thing that we're all kind of geared towards. And that's really where the morality comes into play, where it's like, you know, we all rise with the tide. Um, yeah. As long as we, you know, give way. I uh, was talking to Nico about like stuff like this recently. And I was like, unfortunately, sometimes doing the right thing is harder <laughs> too. Like yes! there are times when that is the case. And I was like, yeah, there's nothing. I'm not as like that. They think they're kind of it's funny how you come to like kind of life realizations in a moment we were having a really intense talk about like i was like yeah you <laughs> what what is like i just flaked out in the middle of like what i was saying we're talking about morality <laughs> and then how like doing the right thing is harder often oh yeah do that's what yeah that so like yeah like it sucks sometimes to be like I could easily cut all these corners. I see yeah. that pathway. I have friends who will help me cut corners. I have all these things. Like uh, everybody gets to behave as they want, but I don't get to. And I was like, "Yeah," I said sometimes. Um, but I was like, "But I, I, I like to believe that the impact for holding on and doing the right thing is bigger and, and more long. Like it's more." It serves our own path better a little bit, you know. Like, and there was something that you had brought up at our old company that I thought was incredibly profound. I'm probably said it before on the podcast, but I don't remember. But intention over impact, um, and when your intention impact is, over yeah, impact, impact over, over it, yeah, impact impact yeah. over intention. That's right, uh, yeah. because your intention can be whatever it is, but whatever your impact yeah. is that's what that's what's left in the wake that's what people remember that's what stays yeah. with people and if if your impact yeah. like, i think you gave the example at one point like if you run into a person your intention wasn't to run into that person yeah your impact but they still can't walk anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean if you run them over with a you know what I mean? like but that is yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a whole that's a whole yeah but, like, it's amazing how many, like, emotional semi-trucks that we all come barreling through life with that we don't intend to knock people over. But, like, we can't emotionally cripple somebody and just be like, whoops, not my intention. Bye. Yeah. But a lot of people operate in a space where they think it's that we should honor their intention. And I want to yeah. make space for context. I want to make space for your understanding. But that doesn't mean that I I don't I I I still need you to appreciate how you've harmed and do something to at least reduce that harm or do something to make sure you don't you do know like do it again or maybe you don't get to do certain things because you've placed this harm and it's nobody's fault but life's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the answers are, but I'm just saying it's like you have to know. I think yeah. it's important to know when you're fucking up uh I, I, absolutely why yeah it's, it's kind of one of the things that i've been thinking about a lot lately where 
you know, I've, I've been going to some comedy shows and, you know, um, just trying to get back into the scene and like a rebrand and, you know, get back into all the fun of it. Um, but uh, I was thinking about an old colleague well before our previous job who had never done comedy before, who we had released some sketches and was like kind of mortified by audience responses. And I, and I had had a conversation with a writer of ours who was like, this person has never stood in front of an audience and bombed. And that's hard for someone. And I was like, yeah, a good portion, at least of my job of like performing, of telling jokes or just like trying to bring truth to whatever um, is failing horribly and often. <laughs> and it's not that I'm comfortable in failure. It's that I can recognize it, get used to it and like not let it keep me down as much. And then, you know, the next day I'm also like, yeah, but it, I hate fucking failing. I fucking hate it. Like, like, and so it's like, it feels like in order to proceed in a moral good and progressive route, you have to fail a lot. You have to fail hard. You have to not necessarily get comfortable in the failure, but be okay with having to track out of that failure and go to the next thing. Um, and that's the thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately where I'm just like, yeah, man, I have failed so fucking much and I'm tired of it. <laughs> I just want to yeah. be good. Uh, yeah. I, I'm really, I've gotten really good at failure. And that's why I said, I said, I, I can't care as much. Like I do care, but I, it's not going to ever be everything. I, I don't let a lot of things take over my everything. Cause I'm like, well, I've sucked at a lot of stuff, so I'm not gonna freak out about sucking at something else. Like, yeah, I'm not good at everything. Um, I can be better at some things, and hopefully, I'll we'll all decide to get better at that. And if I don't, oh well, too. Like life goes on. 100% survival rate, as I like to say. I'm so still far. on that kick. <laughs> so it's all worked kick. out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anything, um, anything you want to promote? Anything you want to shout out? Um, no, um, I'm. Uh, this is actually a boring month for us. So, um, <laughs> well, shout out. Good. Yeah, rest, making us rest. Um, and I think I've, I've got a cold or something. So that's oh, shout yeah. out. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. Thoughts and prayers for your cold. Uh, no, I hope you. I hope you get the rest that you deserve. I hope that you get some downtime, and then I hope um, nothing but health and happiness right now. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I wanted to shout out. We're going to be Geekscape is going to be at San Diego Comic Con. Go check out the booth there if you're if you're nearby. Um, if if not, subscribe to the Geekscape podcast. Uh, we are just one of many in a long line of a bunch of really cool podcasts. So please check them out. And um, I'm still waiting to hear back on a lot of different projects. So hopefully I'll have some news later on. <laughs> but yeah. You guys, the universe is chaos. Please be kind. My name is Katie. I'm Marie. And I'm happy. <laughs> yeah.
fucking way. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.